It's time for the second half of BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 14, Cincinnati 10. BYU had a pretty nice uh, win streak going when leading at halftime. Until last week, BYU led Kansas at the break and ended up losing by 11. Stats intern Juice Woodson with a note. That 82-yard drive <laughs> to end the first half was BYU's second longest offensive drive by distance on the season and longest against an FBS opponent this year. It was also the third longest drive given up by a Cincinnati defense this year. 82 yards in 30 plays. I beg your pardon, 82 yards in three plays and 30 seconds off the clock. And it gave BYU a lead, seven, uh, 14 to 10 at the break. We're about to begin half number two. BYU will kick off from right to left, south to north. Cincinnati won the coin toss to begin the game, deferred to the second half. So Farron will boot it off to Xavier Henderson and Braden Smith. They await outside the north end zone. Before tonight, BYU been scoring more touchdowns in the first half than the second. We'll see if the Cougs can flip that script as Farron's kickoff is through the end zone for a touchback. First and 10 for the Bearcats at the 25-yard line. Emery Jones, 10 for 18 for 100 yards, a touchdown and a pick. And not just a pick, but a pick six. Keaton Slovis, 4 for 10, 71 and a score. So on a half where he completes four passes for fewer than 100 yards, his pass efficiency number, not terrible, 132.6. I love the kick cover team. So Farron boots it out of the back of the end zone, and the other 10 guys run all the way through the end zone, down by the cheerleaders, over to the fans, start waving their arms up in the air, just showing a little bit of emotion and energy to get this second half started. BYU opens in nickel. To start half number two, as running up the middle is Corey Kiner for a gain of eight. So Corey Kiner, who in the first half went 14 for 55, averaging 3.9 per tote. Busts an eight-yarder, setting up a second and two for UC. And the Cougs go from nickel back to a 4-3 as Heckard checks out for Taggart. And the safeties are back to Slade and Wall. Play fake by Jones. He throws the out, but a bad throw. Low for Xavier Henderson, incomplete. It'll be third down and two. So you got an eight-yard run from Kiner. You make a poor throw on second down. Now you need to convert on the third and two or give BYU some early half momentum the way the Cougars ended the first half. Watch for that Kiner slant or watch for a dump off to Shimon Mateer, the tight end. Six for 11 are the Bearcats on third down. Jones in the gun now. Steps to the line and audibles with a 12-second play clock. 30 seconds into half number two. BYU by four, 14 to 10. Trips left, single wide right. The hand clap. The gift to Kiner. Nope, didn't get it. Short. And so Cincinnati will go three and out to begin the second half. Exactly what BYU needed to do after scoring in the opposing seconds of half number one. And that came after an eight-yard run on first down. They did not move the sticks. That hard count nearly got BYU to jump off. 62. Nice Amahe kind of leaned forward just a bit, but he got himself back into his stance. And they're ready. They're, they're gunned up to get into those gaps right now. But a Cincy team averaging five yards a carry couldn't find two yards and two downs. Yeah, that's 
all off the defensive front holding those offensive linemen. Snap to Fletcher. A high spiral and a fair catch called for and made by Hobbs Nyberg at the 27-yard line. First and 10 BYU. So mission accomplished. No damage done on Cincy's first possession of half number two. And BYU which scored late in the first half to take a four-point lead. Now takes the field with the offense. And Cincinnati yet again following its script. Just not able to have the points match the yards. One observation, too, in that defensive moment just now. The one pass that Emory Jones had, the defensive line was a conservative rush. So people need to settle down a little bit. If you don't see the pressure, it's because you're getting a conservative rush. Conservative rush takes the pressure away, but it also takes the running lanes away from Emory. Slovis on a play fake, quick pressure, down into Roberts, makes the catch, 40, a stiff arm, 45-50, Chase Roberts, 40 of Cincinnati, and BYU's back in business. Chase Roberts, a big catch in the final minute of the first half, and a big grab to start half number two, and BYU's already nearing scoring territory. So BYU's finding a little bit of a formula. They see that Cincinnati's running man coverage on the outsides, so they're just going to run a nice, easy post with Chase Roberts, and they're going to dump it about the 10-yard mark, and he catches it at his knees. It's thrown a little bit low, but to the inside where the defender can't give it and get it and where it gives him an opportunity to run. Chase now two for 57. That was 33, first and 10, BYU with the Cincinnati 40. Play action, seam, Rex, catch, 30, 27, 26-yard line. And that's Isaac Rex's first catch of the night. So they're catching him in a nice man look right now, and they're just beating him on the routes on the man. You had Jack Dingle, the outside linebacker, that was manned up with Isaac Rex, and he's trying to cover him on the, on the cross but can't cover him. A wide receiver screen to Keanu Hill at the far sideline that goes nowhere because the blocking got stopped up, so it'll be a loss on the play and a second and 13 now for BYU at the 26 of Cincinnati. Mitchell Jurgens on the field. We'll get back to Mitch, 29-yard line of Cincinnati. Second and 13, BYU. Suddenly, it's all BYU. The Cougars were doing nothing offensively for most of the first half, and now, big drive. And the second quarter, nice drive to start the third quarter. Slovis, shotgun. He's got L.J. Martin off his right hip. Motion man is Marion from right to left, behind the quarterback, Slovis, who throws to the far side and throws it away. So third down and 13, that's what you can't have. You can't give up pressure to Eric Phillips, number 97 for Cincinnati here, off a three-man rush. That's just an offensive lineman, offensive tackle, dipping his head a little bit. You've got to keep your head back, and you've got to keep your eyes on that defender. He just kind of loses him on the outside, and there's, there's pressure off a three-man rush. That is a no-no. Twins left and twins right on a third and 13 from the Cincinnati 29-yard line. Might this be four-down territory for Aaron Roderick? 14-10 BYU. Slovis awaits a shotgun snap. The helmet high snap. The give to Martin. Martin finds space to the right. Martin's got a first down and more. The 10 to 5. The touchdown. A 29-yard touchdown run for LG Martin. Shaking off tacklers and taking it in for six. And the Cougs expand their lead. That's just good old-fashioned power football right there. You're going to run it right behind your right guard in Connor Pay. Connor Pay is going to open the way and LJ Martin is going to follow Connor as Connor gets up to the next line of defense, pushes a defender and then classic LJ. It's nice to see you LJ. 
How about breaking the tackle, throwing a guy to the ground, and making something happen on that run play? BYU 20 to 10, pending the Will Fair and PAT. Snap Riggs, Rico the hold, kick is up and good. 21-10. As the Cougars score 14 straight, they score to end the first half. They score to begin the second half. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown for BYU. It's another $250 donation to the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America. What a start. You come out with your defense. You get a nice three and out. You grab a little bit of momentum. And then it couldn't be better to score that touchdown with your run game. That's BYU going back to the old dishes. They're doing them by hand. They're getting the Don Dish Show out. They're getting the cracked fingers. They're doing things they don't want to do, they don't like. But they just did it really well on that play. And that goes back to Connor Pay. Man, Connor, it's good to see you get involved in this big run game, opening up some lanes for L.J. Martin. Touchdown number four is a BYU Cougar for L.J. Martin. We'll take a timeout. More Cougar football next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. This big skin scoring summary is brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, Daly's Bacon and the National Pork Board for every Cougar point scored this season. Your Utah Pork Producers and Daly's Bacon will donate 75 servings of bacon to the Utah Food Bank to help Utah families in need. For more information on points for protein, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. Pigskin scoring summary, five plays, 73 yards and 202 off the clock. It ends in a 29-yard L.J. Martin touchdown run. It's BYU's first touchdown this season in the first possession of the second half. Mitchell Juergens down on the field. What did you see? Yeah, what a drive. I mean, that was perfectly scripted. Guarantee you at halftime, Kalani said, we need a third down stop or a three down stop on defense. They got the ball right back. Offense marched right down the field and players doing what they do best. Isaac Rex with that catch. That was a one-handed catch. Chase Roberts making things happen. And then LJ Martin with the big boy run there, breaking tackles. Uh, that was perfectly scripted. Uh, excited to see them continue to do that here in the second half. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for 150 years of helping you succeed. Zions Bank is for you. Cincinnati, which dominated BYU on the stat sheet in the first half, but did not take a lead to the halftime locker room, now finds itself down 11 at 21 to 10. The Cougars are still being outgained by some 80 plus yards. They've snapped 26 fewer plays than Cincinnati, but who cares? It's BYU by 11. Isn't it weird to see each game have its own identity? What happened in the first half and the second half to Kansas, and now what's happened in a weird first half and then a great strong start in the second half for BYU. A pirouette by Jones and a handoff to Montgomery. He's dragged down for no gain on the play by Isaiah Banya. It'll be second down and long 10, maybe lost a quarter of a yard on that play. And it's good to see Isaiah Banya and be able to say his name. He reached out that long arm and he was able to hook that shoulder pad and drag that runner down. Tight trips to the right on second down and 10. Jones throws a five-yard pattern to the far out at the upper part of the field for a gain of five and almost six. Camden Garrett tackles D. Wiggins after a short gain. It'll be third down, long four, almost five for Cincinnati. And so BYU a chance for back-to-back -back three and outs to open half number two. Cincinnati is six for 12 on third downs. A diamond cluster of four receivers to the short side left. A single wide receiver to the right. It's empty for Jones. Jones throws to the right receiver. 
A catch made by Xavier Henderson and shakes off a tackle for a gain of 11 and a first down chain mover to the 41-yard line. First and 10, Cincinnati. BYU's up 11 now, 21 to 10, with 10.30 to play in quarter number three. You run that big, flashy diamond formation and throw it away from it. Pile of bodies on a run by Montgomery, nothing. Another quarter-yard loss, second down and long 10 again. Isaiah Banya in on the stop. BYU's doing a really good job in the middle with Nisa Mahe. Uh, Latu is clogging things up. You've got Jackson Cravens clogging things up. They're doing a really good job on that front, making those gaps very small. Jones on a short drop. Nice catch made by Aaron Turner as he threw on the seam to the 41-yard line of BYU. The Bearcats now moving it. 9.50 to play in the third. Turner's just going to take off like a jet into that seam, and he's going to get through that zone, and that's just a really nice throw right there by Emory Jones to put it on the numbers, and, and a great to go up and get that. That thing was a speeding bullet. Team co-captain Emory Jones, the former Florida and Arizona State quarterback in the shotgun, pulls it away from Kiner, takes off to the far boundary, only a couple of yards before he's hit there by Max Tooley. That was on the edge. But I think he still had a foot in bounds when Tooley began contacting on the hit. So a gain of two. Second down and eight for Cincinnati at the BYU 40-yard line. That's really, really close. But you're right. Emory Jones had a foot still in bounds when Max kind of threw the elbow in his back. Max did not unload. If Max would have unloaded right there, the flag would have came. They gave him no gain on the play, actually. Second and ten. Thought he had a yard or two on that to the boundary. A sprint out to the right and a throw complete to Prater at the 35-yard line. Evan Prater makes the catch, stays in bounds between the number and the boundary. Gain of five, so yeah, closer to seven on that. Third and three. So BYU's doing a really good job on the outside of securing the tackles. Uh, there was a press by Camden Garrett off the right side, and then you had a really nice tackle in an open field look right there as well. So just getting that receiver down when it's flipped to the outside is really difficult but very important, and BYU's doing a good job of it. Officially a game to set up third and four. At the BYU 36-yard line. Ball near hash. Bearcats left to right. Twins either way. Jones on draw. Has first down and more. 30, 25, 20. Tackled there. Red zone possession now for Cincinnati. They've had their red zone struggles, have they not? 8.05 to go in the third quarter. Coming in two today. Since he in the red zone was 14 for 19, nine touchdowns. Emory is so good at reading the gaps on the snap. He's so patient. He's about a four-yard depth on that snap, and he delays it. And then he watched the defensive line start to work their arm overs, their swims. When he sees a defensive tackle go to swim and arm over, he'll just run to the inside of his offensive line's hip. They're in the pistol. Strength is right. The short side. Jones goes for the end zone. Mateo is there, knocked out of his hands. Pass broken up by Ethan Slade, about four yards deep into the end zone on the near sideline. It'll go to second and 10 from the 20. This is actually Cincinnati's first red zone drive of the night. First time they've gotten to the 20. Since he is outgaining BYU, 318 to 180. Since he has snapped 35 more plays than BYU. Since he's had the ball for 13 minutes longer than BYU. Since he's trailing by double digits to BYU. 7.27 to go in the third. We're halfway through the third quarter. Shotgun and split backs. Jones in the gun. The hand clap. The play fake. The option pitch. 
back to Kiner. Kiner steps through a tackle at the sideline and gets another four or five yards beyond that. It'll go from second and ten to third down and maybe less than a yard. Great effort by Kiner and not. The field is a first down. Oh, they gave him the full ten on that play. The Cougs appeared to have him stopped on the boundary. Yep. They shook off a tackle and stepped inside of the other and moves the sticks. It'll be now first and goal from the ten. That goes back to Ethan Slade, the safety. He did a really good job in coverage, batting that down from Mateer. But right there, Ethan Slade has the angle. He's right there to make the tackle. And then he drops his head. Power, it. power pistol handoff, Kiner. Kiner drops a couple of drives a couple of tacklers down the seven-yard line for a gain of three. Cincinnati's being tested too. You know, now they're in the red zone. <laughs> There's a lot of eyeballs on them, I'm sure, across the board because they haven't been able to score in this position. So a lot of eyeballs on them. BYU making a rotation in that defensive backfield. Now bringing in Raider DeMooney. Give him a little bit more heft at that safety position. They go to shotgun split backs again. The backs are Montgomery and Kiner. A motion, Barrick Falk to wing left. A keeper by Jones gets inside the five and then is forced back after a gain of three. It'll be third and goal from the four. Dan Horde in your pregame conversation talked about the red zone being a problem. Not just the red zone, but inside the five-yard line being a problem. And here they are, third and goal from the four. Think about this. They had 19 trips in the red zone before this game. Only nine touchdowns. Right. And now, having gotten to the red zone for the first time tonight, they're facing a third and goal from the four in a game they trail by 11. And they go empty. Diamond cluster to the right, single wide left, and BYU calls timeout out of the same formation since he completed the big BYU play moments ago. Has called their first charge timeout of the half. Timeout on the field. Yeah, a few minutes ago they ran it the opposite way. The cluster was left, now the cluster was right, and because they see the formation twice, the big play made last time, Jay Hill and the defense called timeout will take it too. 5.31 to play in the third. We'll come back to a third and goal from the BYU four for Cincinnati. 5.31 to go in the third. 21-10 Cougs on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, the award-winning unlimited salad festival, or decadent desserts, no other dining experience can compare. Make your Tucano's reservations today. We've got 5.31 to play in the third quarter. We've got BYU leading Cincinnati by a score of 21. Then we've got the Bearcats facing a third and goal from the BYU four-yard line. So there's a couple of different things that Cincinnati loves in this moment. They really like to go to Peyton Singletary, number 88. He's got a couple of red zone touchdowns, including one off of a play action. Emory Jones will kind of dive down at the line. You'll see Peyton Singletary, the big tight end, jam down at the defensive end and then he rolls out to the the corner of the end zone and it's almost a a, a bootleg play action to Peyton Singletary so make sure you keep your eyes on number 88 who's currently lined up in the slot the Bearcats change the formation from the one they had before the timeout they go to the pistol Kiner behind Jones the snap to Jones he throws incomplete intended for Kiner in the right flat it was well defended by crew Wakely who gets the pass breakup and now it is fourth and goal and again Cincinnati cannot find the end zone from the red zone crew Wakely welcome to the game 
That is a big boy play by Crew to follow along with Corey Kiner, not bite on the play action, and stay out in that flats in an effort to make that play. That's huge by, by Wakely. Cincinnati now has nine touchdowns in 20 red zone drives. <laughs> the snap, the hold, and kick combine to make it a one-score game with the two-point conversion. It's 21-13, the field goal from Carter Brown is good with 5.24 to play in the third quarter. Now 21-13. Cincinnati can pile up the yards, but they can't score the points. It's incredible to watch them move from 20 to 20. And what's weird is that it truly is an identity. I kept thinking, wow, oh, this just got to be against Pitt. Oh, that's just got to be against Oklahoma. Oh, that's just got to be against Miami, Ohio. No, that's their identity. It's really weird. They fall apart inside the 20. And they've had a couple of really bad, untimely penalties. They've had some real big miscues. And right there, that's just an execution issue. And, and Emory Jones, as he turns and he sees that that thing's covered up, maybe he starts sprinting for the corner, but he tried to fire that in there. Man, I'm proud of Crew Wakely. That's a kid that was supposed to get a lot of snaps against Arkansas, gets knocked out in the first defensive possession. We see him go into concussion protocol, gets back on the field, and then makes a huge play like that that's going to go undervalued probably in film review. That was a 14-play drive, 6-14 off the clock, but it doesn't end at a touchdown. 71-yard drive ends in a 22-yard field goal. Cincinnati has snapped 39 more plays than BYU, and the Bearcats are down eight. They've had the ball 20 minutes longer than BYU, and they're down eight. Kickoff into and through the end zone. BYU out to the 25-yard line, first and 10 touchback. There's work to be done, but BYU is flipping the stat sheet completely over in leading it by a score of 21-13. BYU's done a couple things that's now got Cincinnati on their heels. Number one, they just scored on a long run. So they're thinking, well, we got to press down on those gaps. They're still running that 3-4. Maybe they're thinking of changing that up a little bit. And number two, BYU has caught them in space in the passing game. But it's now not the time to just feed LJ. He's averaging nine yards a pop. Yes, he had the long touchdown Absolutely. run, but he has only seven carries. No, go. Feed him. See what happens. Slovis, shotgun. He'll pass on first down. Keaton goes deep, and the receiver fell down. There was contact. The flag pass interference, 15 yards. Move it up, and first down, BYU. Keanu Hill got tied up with the defender. Flag flew. Pass interference, number 12. Defense, 15-yard penalty, first down. You said that well. He gets tied up with his defender, and... He's just on the open far side, and his feet just kind of get tangled up, and he goes down. That's a, that's a tough call, but that's a good call by the officials. Keaton Slovis, by the way, began the game one for seven for two yards. Since then, seven for eight for a buck 13 and a score. That turned around. Trips left. They motion out of that with Taase stopping at tackle left. The handoff to LJ. LJ is out of a tackle and then driven back after a gain of one. He just squirted away out of the arms of a Cincinnati defender. Ultimately went down after a gain of only a yard and a half, almost two. But LJ proving tough to bring down with one guy. Justin Watley with the tackle for the Bearcats. We have 4.59 to play in quarter number three. And BYU with an eight-point lead, 21-13. to 13. Both teams looking for their inaugural Big 12 victory. If BYU wins tonight, they go into the bye week at 4-1. and one. 
and needing only two more wins to get bowl eligible. Trying to find two wins in seven games. Certainly a manageable prospect. They're empty now for Slovis. Slovis underneath. Chase Roberts makes the catch and has the first down. He caught the ball at nine yards, or at least one yard away from the line to gain, then turned away and fell forward to the line to gain. We'll call that a first down for BYU with 4.20 to go in the third. The Cougars move the sticks into Cincinnati territory. 48-yard line, ball between the hashes. Slovis in the gun. The handoff to Deion Smith. Deion Smith sweeping it left. A flag flies in holding territory. This will likely come back to first and 20 and back into BYU's side of the field. I do like the tempo. Holding number 65. Offense, 10-yard penalty. Still first down. BYU football brought to you by Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. So Ian Fitzgerald in replacement of Waylon Lapawaho. Man, that's a ticky-tack call. He just kind of gets his hands up around his defensive tackle. The D-tackle tries to pull away. It sticks for just a second. You see that a lot. I mean, that's a call that you could probably throw out maybe five, six times in a game. They just decided to throw it on Fitzgerald right there. Cougars had turnover trouble last week. Not so tonight. No giveaways for BYU. Helmet high snap to Slovis. Gives to Deion Smith. And on first and 20, a loss of a yard and maybe two. So Dante Corleone, the godfather, makes the tackle for the Bearcats. Second and very long coming up for the Cougs. And now some chatter after the play. Officials step in to separate and ameliorate as Mataava Taase checks to the team area along with Dion Smith. The running back is now LJ Martin for BYU. 21-13 Cougs, 3.15 to play in the third. Slovis awaits a shotgun snap from Paul Miley. Takes it at helmet height. Bearcats get in. Slovis a sidestep. Downfield. Drovers makes the catch at 40. 35, 30. Chase. 20. Chase. 10. They're going to chase him into the end zone. Touchdown. Chase Roberts. And the Cougs expand the lead again. I got to take you to the pocket right now. Keenan Slovis is going to sidestep the pressure. The pressure came through free and clear. Dorian Jones could not have had it any more easy to get to the quarterback. Keenan just takes a nice job, jump sidestep, and then he sees his receiver downfield. You thought there were two receivers in the area to take that thing down, but Chase Roberts, the one on the deep slant, he's able to pull that thing in and take it home. That's good speed. How about Chase Roberts turning on the Jets and finding the end zone? That's our new skin. Beautiful catch of the game brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Austin Riggs snap. Ryan Rico hold. Will Farron kick. It is up and good. 28-13. BYU a 15-point lead with 2.53 to play in the third quarter. It's a 59-yard touchdown pass. Slovis to Roberts. It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown. It's another $250 donated to the American Red Cross courtesy of Mountain America. We'll come back with a pigskin scoring summary after this. Cougars pulling away 28-13 the lead on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Now back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers, Daly's Bacon and the National Pork Board. Utah pork producers are proud to support youth leadership programs in agriculture and contribute to fairs and communities across the state. Enjoy a meal of delicious pork this season 
And remember to thank our Utah farmers for their locally grown goodness. Go Team Pork. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. This drive goes four plays, 75 yards, 231 off the clock. It ends in a 59-yard Keaton Slovis to Chase Roberts touchdown. Chase, by the way, 126 receiving yards, new career high. It's his second 100-yard game. He had 122 and a touchdown in last year's, uh, or two years ago, the win over Baylor, uh, 26 to 20. Well, it was just last year, was it not? Yeah, it was just last year. So that was Chase then, and now Chase tonight has a big night. BYU leads at 28 to 13. What a tale of two halves last week in Lawrence. BYU won the first half, second half went, went sideways. And although BYU had the halftime lead tonight, not a lot went right for BYU in the first half. And in the second half, they've taken the game away from Cincinnati. You lead it now by 15, 28 to 13. Well, this crowd can really boo you up, and BYU has shown up. This is a lot of noise and a lot of support coming from the crowd. But Chase Roberts, let's just talk about his routes for a minute. He's got the speed and he's got the precision. He cuts so well, and he's got jets when he turns them on. Kickoff by Farron goes into and through the end zone. It'll be first and 10 for the Bearcats at the 25, and things have gotten away from Cincinnati. They had their chance. It felt like hands in the first half to put a little bit of a hammer down. They had this huge statistical edge over BYU, but really nothing to show for it. Well, allowing that touchdown at the end of the first half, I think it really hurt them. It really gutted them. We're talking about the elevation, too. I think they're probably filling it in their lungs a little bit. They've got this crowd against them, and now they've lost their momentum. So they've got a real task in front of them with this offensive series. Power pistol for the Bearcats. Montgomery, the tailback, who's an H-back off the left hip of Jones, who gives to Montgomery. Montgomery, a nice deke to get to the near boundary, and a 10-yard run for Miles Montgomery. Max Tooley's going to kick himself on this one. Max had a dead rights on the edge, and that's just a really good job by Montgomery to shake a sure tackler in Max Tooley off. Max was there, just has to grab a little bit more cloth and get him down to the ground. From the 35, first and 10 Bearcats. Again, Montgomery stays the tail. He's aligned to the left of Jones. A secondary motion and a whistle. Prior to the snap, BYU has called their second charge timeout. 30 seconds in length. So 2.14 to play in quarter number three. Timeout number two comes. We'll stay right here with it. Keaton Slovis, into the final minute of the first half, was sitting at one for seven for two yards. And now, suddenly, he's sitting with a 194.1 pass efficiency rating on 9 of 16 for a buck 84, two scores, and no picks. He's eight for his last nine for 182 yards and two scores, Hans. Okay, so here's the difference, and it's a big difference. And I don't know why Cincinnati's doing it. The rush has changed. Now, you did have the pressure on that touchdown on the Chase Roberts route. That came off of a blitz. You brought a fifth man. You brought... Jones around as your as your blitzing linebacker. But outside of that, he's thrown through some real clean pockets. Remember in the first half, they were three-step drops, and he was getting hit inside the two-count, so they've shored up their protection. Neither team with a sack tonight. Twins left and right for Jones. Pressure from his right. He throws to the right. It's complete to Braden Smith, and Smith shakes off a tackle, runs down the near sideline into BYU territory, driven out inside the 45-yard line of BYU. BYU by a 15-point margin right now, 28-13. to 13. 
Cincinnati has still outgained BYU by 100 plus yards since he has run 30 plus more plays than BYU but they're playing from behind now Jones a play fake dumps it off underneath the receiver fell down it falls incomplete Ooh, Miles Montgomery was open for a gain of at least five and he slipped and fell the ball went over his head drops incomplete second and ten that play on the first down that is a rare Jacob Robinson missed tackle Jacob had him wrapped around the legs and that was a great job shaking off the tackle but you just don't see Jacob miss many tackles like that he's just so good on the outside of securing them three receiving options left one to the short side right Bearcats left to right as we see it and you hear it the final 146 of the second or the third quarter as taking off on quarterback draws Emory Jones gets to the second level and drags tacklers inside the 25 to the 23 yard line it's a 19 yard run for Emory Jones and a first down chain mover for the Bearcats 28-13 BYU's lead with 90 seconds now to play in quarter number three he is so crafty watching the defensive tackles make moves so he's just watching the defensive tackles and he's watching those interior gaps that is a, a pass option but he just finds the gap and goes Jones is the Bearcats leading rusher now at 78 yards 7.8 per tote their pistol a boot to the right a throw left receiver there and cannot make or does he in the end zone he does oh what a touchdown grab from Shaman Mateer it was knocked out of his hands and he fell to the ground hauling it in on a double reception attempt he hauls it in for the score it appeared to be a pass breakup at the goal line and somehow off the ricochet he retains his concentration and pulls the ball into his body and has the score. What a catch falling backward by Mateer. They're going to get the matchup with Mateer. He's going to come all the way across the formation in a wheel route off the right side, and it draws the coverage from A.J. Vampachon. Vampachon is on him. He gets a hand on the ball, bats it up. How about Mateer's vision as he's falling backwards, almost vertical to the ground, to be able to scoop up that ball that was batted by back up in the air. That's just a great job by Shaman Mateer. The dexterity of a guy that goes 6'5", 248 oh, he's to make good. that play. He's so athletic. And, and A.J. Vampachon was right there on coverage across the entire formation on the cross route, the, the, uh, the wheel route that went up the side. PAT is good. Work to be done, as noted before. It's an eight-point game. It's a one-score game again. 59 seconds to go in the third. And Cincinnati scores from outside the red zone, it should be said. They didn't quite get inside the 20, but it's a 23-yard touchdown pass from Emory Jones to Shimon Mateer. It caps a 75-yard drive, five plays, 154 off the clock, 23-yard touchdown pass, and 28-20 is our new score. That's not a red zone score. It's not. It's outside the 20, 23. <laughs> they just got to stay either. They got to just stay out. In fact, I, and their first score to Mateo was outside the red zone. It was 27, I think. I almost said when Emory Jones took off for that run up the middle. Oh, goes out the 20. And they stopped him in the 23. I'm like, no, no, just get him at the 20 and, and, and let this possession go empty. But they throw it from outside the 23. Um, man, Shaman Mateo is a real athlete. But great coverage by A.J. Vampachon to knock that ball down. He's just got to get that thing out out the sideline or back out the, the backside of the end zone, make sure that that thing doesn't get tapped back up in the air. That was just really good concentration by Mateo. I was calling an incompletion, and I was yeah. calling a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw it with you. I, I was thinking the exact same thing. I thought that thing was going to hit the ground for sure. Kickoff by Rory Bell. 
Nyberg and Marion back. We've not seen Parker Kingston tonight. Parker was cleared, but uh, I don't think he's been on the field tonight. Marion takes a knee on the kickoff. It'll be a touchback. So Keaton Slovis on the offense heating up now. Got to go back to work in a 28-20 ball game. Well, you definitely want to answer, and you probably want to answer with a little bit of authority. You know, you were just mentioning yards per carry for L.J. Martin. and Still sitting at 7.9. That's, that's great, and you're finding that success, but they've also found some success in some of that man coverage with Chase Roberts' precise routes and Isaac Rex's size. They were doing some damage against that Cincinnati 101, so... I feel like they've got options here. L.J. Martin and going to those routes on the, the press coverage. And Cincinnati lines up in press coverage again. Slovis in shotgun. L.J. Martin aligned to his right. Keaton will take a drop of five steps and launch it but incomplete. Looking for Roberts, but it's well over Roberts' head to the left, the near side boundary. It'll go to second down and 10. Clock stops at 52 seconds. Uh, Chase Roberts was running a whip route, a deep whip route, and it looked like Slovis had him on a slow go. So I don't know if he thought that the slant and go was going to come, but Chase Roberts runs just a, a, a deep whip route. BYU's consecutive quarter scoring streak is continued, by the way. BYU scored in every quarter tonight. Ralph will give us the latest tally of how many quarters in a row they've scored in. Second and ten for Slovis and the Cougs. Ooh. Hand off to Martin, and they were Ooh. in the backfield Almost uh, as soon as Martin took the handoff, it'll be a loss of four. Third down and 14. BYU's now scored in 16 consecutive quarters. Whew, man, that's some good defense right there by Cincinnati. Holy cow. I'm telling you, Eric Phillips is one of the better defensive linemen in the Big 12. He's six foot three, 260 pounds. They love to use him on a spark technique. Spark technique means line him up, head up the, the offensive lineman and make him fire to the inside gap. And that's exactly what he did. Third and 13, Slovis throws incomplete. BYU will not get the flag. They were looking for Rex. Thought there could have been a P.I. there. It's incomplete for Rex running down the right sideline. Jordan Young was in coverage. No flag, and BYU does go three and out. But you, you hear the boos because Isaac Rex gets the jump on Jordan Young, and Jordan Young kind of trips up his feet, has his hands on him the whole way. Yeah, you, you could go either way on that call right there. I mean, you could throw the flag on it, but they're just saying that was incidental tripping. Ryan Rico is on to boom a punt in the direction of Braden Smith. Rico gets it away. There was some mild pressure from the Bearcats, and It'll bounce in front of Smith-Omer's head. He touched it. It's loose. The ball is loose. And the Cougars have recovered at the 15-yard line of Cincinnati. A misjudge on the punt return. It bounced in front of Smith. Over his head. He reached to grab it. I think he touched it. It ends up being recovered by the deep, the deep snapper, Austin Riggs. That is great. Rolling on the field as the ball was touched. By the receiving team, recovered by the kicking team. It's first down, BYU. That's the end of the third quarter. That is great technique by Ryan Rico to make that happen. That's exactly how he planned it, I'm sure. But guess who was down there making the play and making drawing all the confusion again? Marcus McKenzie was in in all that confusion. He was the first one to the ball, forcing everybody to kind of scramble, bouncing that ball around, and 
boy, the momentum is heavy in BYU's hands right now. That was the final play of the third quarter, and that may be the decisive game changer. It'll be BYU first and 10 from the Bearcat 15 with a 28-20 lead when quarter number four begins after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.